The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. On today's UFC Unfiltered, Jimmy is not here today, but my good buddy Phoenix Carnavale is in studio. What's up, everybody? We also have the great Michael Chiesa calling in, and my little Jimmy does call in from L.A., gives his picks. We talk about the upcoming fights this weekend. What a show. Shaws are dropped throughout this arena. Nobody is sitting down. Chasing that finish. Elbows raining down. Oh! On the button. Are you kidding me? Oh, he hurt him again. He's out. This is UFC Unfiltered. And now, your hosts, Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. Hello, everybody. You're half right. Wow, that was... I had... My voice broke like Peter Brady on that. <laughs> it's me, everybody. Matt Sarah. And my good buddy, Phoenix Carnavale. And of course, right. Chris, the producer also. How's it going? I got the good clap. I like that. Of course you got the good clap. What do you expect, buddy? Thank you, my friend. I haven't seen you in such a long time. And it pains me to be sitting here and not talking to you, but I like to keep it fresh for air. How are you? I miss you. I'm I didn't good. say that that much off air. I was just like, hey, how's it going? And, well, I did. I said hi. <laughs> I wasn't mean. No, you asked me for one coffee. Very, very I was, polite. I was, uh, I said it like three times. Do you want coffee? Yeah. Do you know why I said that? Why? I'm, I'm going to tell you right now on air. <laughs> He's laughing. I know why. Why do you know? Because I didn't have your coffee there. No, wait, what? And, and so I, it was sort of your way of being like. No, no, no. And then I go, and then I was like, oh, I'm going to go get a coffee. And then Chris, the producer, goes, no, I got it. And I go, I, and this is what I do, Phoenix. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to let you in on a little secret. And I go, I go, no, nah, man, I'm going to go out there anyway. I can use the bathroom. And he goes, okay. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. And I go, fuck, he took me up on that. <laughs> I thought he was, li- so that's why when I asked you a couple times, I thought he'd pick up for at a hint and I look over there, he's just, you know, he's doing stuff on the computer. He heard me though. He's just like, I'll go fuck <laughs> I didn't realize he that was the strategy all. at he goes, all. That I knew what he was doing. Yeah. He goes, that wasn't part of my job <laughs> description, you asshole. <laughs> Cater to some silly fucking Hall of fucking Famer. Is that what the fuck I'm talking about? All right, I have, All right, to, ask you, I have to ask Phoenix, you don't this. hit that, though. Does it uh, feel different to be a Hall of Famer no, now? No, no, no. We shouldn't delve into that. There's a lot of stuff. Know why? Because that'll take up a whole hour in itself. Because <laughs> right. let me tell you, I feel, I feel like a superhero. Um, this is what I want to talk about. A lot of crazy shiznit. What the hell's going on, man? 32 has been moved from the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada to the Forum in Inglewood, California. Man, what do you... I mean, Uh, it is a crazy thing because when you hear 
when you hear Dana and uh, Jeff, Jeff yes, talk about it, it's they're saying, listen, the guy did absolutely nothing wrong, uh, John Jones, right? And but wait, didn't they say they were testing him all along, like six or seven times? Yeah, yeah he's been tested eight. I think it was in Embedded. But, I saw it last night. He's been tested eight times in six months. So, but then, so why does the metabolite just come up now? Well, I'm confused. I, I don't. Am, I'm sorry. Go ahead, you can go ahead. Well, it's the kind of. I think it has something to do with what a metabolite is. It's residual leftovers from something that was eventually in your system. So I don't know if it comes up sometimes and doesn't come up other times because of whatever chemistry is in your body. Is that is that somewhat the answer? So Jeff Davitsky is going to be on Joe Rogan's podcast today. I think when people are listening to this, he will have already been on. Okay. So I would obviously suggest listening to him because he's like an expert yeah. in yeah. all this stuff. But as I understand it... It's such a minuscule amount. They described it as one fifty millionth of a grain of sand. So I mean, we're talking like a tiny, 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 like an unbelievably tiny amount. Yeah. But so, so if it's detected in this test, it doesn't mean it wasn't present in other tests, but it might have been in a little bit of a smaller amount. Right. And so it didn't show up. Right. This is just at the level, like the smallest level it could be at, that it would show up in a test. These all these tests are super crazy nowadays. It's confusing though. But then. Is this something that he got popped for? Before? Yeah, this is the same stuff from from and the it, last California yeah, fight. Correct. And they're saying that was something that he was found innocent on also? Mm, is that, is that it right? It was Turinabal, and yeah. basically it, he says, or what, what was he was cleared of, is that he took it accidentally. So it might have been in some type of substance or protein shake or whatever it was, and right. there was trace amounts of that. <sighs> What does the champ champ think of it? Oh, DC. I don't think DC is. DC. What, man, there's some shit going on. Yeah. Oh, can you we, blame DC for being as upset as he is, though? It's like, here's I this mean, dude again, and, and he's just causing more problems. And But is he? I mean, they, I mean, you hear all these guys saying, look, no, this is a. Well, a, he's, he's innocent, getting, but it's still him be, that, <laughs> you right. know? Right. And that is the thing. I mean, in, in fairness to John, yes, it is another thing where it's like, because of John Jones, X, Y, and Z happened. But right, right. He really, according to everybody, the California State Athletic Commission, Nevada State, Dana, Jeff Nowitzki, independent experts, everybody is saying this is not, there's no way he could have taken this tiny of an amount. Yeah. Or was, had he even taken it in between tests, there's no way it would be down to But I understand amount, so. the concern. Like, for he me, is innocent of this. For me, no. when I first heard about it, I was like, okay, if it's such a small amount, why even bring it up? And if it's such a small amount, why is there an issue? But you know, everybody has legalities to go by, and Vegas was just like, we can't do all the necessary things to clear this when yeah, something pops. Yeah, they're not pops. there. Four out of the five right. commissioners, I think, we're not. They're on vacation. It's a you know, it's Christmas when this happens. So yeah, you know, Christmas and New Year's. Right. Nobody's working this week except yeah. us right now. But no, <laughs> what is going? I know, right? Uh, now, but what is what is now? This is my my concern now. Let's say if I was fighting on the card, mm-hmm. yeah. And I had my family coming out there. And what's going on with that, man? Oh, yeah. What is going on with all these? I feel banned for all the people on yeah, the car. Yeah, Corey Anderson was one that, like, really lost it's it. It's like, yo, it. like, what Like what do you do with that? Like, what do you, I, I mean, listen, I feel bad for everybody involved. I yeah. mean, they want, because not for nothing, if you heard Dana talk on the thing, he's like, yo, it's not fair. These guys are training their ass off for a title fight. You know what I mean? And he, he's saying neither of them did anything wrong. Like the John Jones would be getting Correct. punished twice for yeah. the same thing. Yeah. My thing is, I'm still confused why if they did eight text tests between now and when the fight got announced, 
how the fuck does this metabolite come out at the end? I'm still confused by that. Me I, too. I'm no scientist. Me right. too. Yeah, so I mean, maybe the Vitsky can explain that on yeah, Rogan's podcast. I, I think that's probably right. What I will say is that the science now is so crazy. I mean, think about like something like 23andMe or whatever, where you can spit into a cup and send it in the mail, and then they're like, yeah, in the 1800s, your ancestors were crossing Africa. You're like, what the fuck? How did you get that from my spit? Is that real? Is that yeah, real? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like when you do these DNA tests, I mean, the science nowadays is so advanced and so crazy. Oh my, okay. oh my goodness, that's some good coffee. The Fuck, I'm sorry. Of the, what's Listen the name of the machine? I, what is that fucking <laughs> Kerrig out there? What yes. is that? Did that? Let me tell you something. Is this espresso? Because I'm fucking enjoying it. I, it still looks like um, it. Hey, you know what? So you're asking the question: What are the fighters doing? This. Uh, Mike Chiesa is uh, wants to call in. Call, let's talk to him. We'll All talk right. to him about it, and then we'll like tell him to call in and. Now listen, the unfiltered army might be a little upset because um, they had questions. They had questions. Wait, put yes, up my thank you for everybody that you know yeah, sent they, in questions. Well, they yeah. had questions for Al- Alexander was going to be on here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Gustafsson. Gustafsson. <laughs> you had it. Gustafsson. 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 There you go. I said Gustafsson. Yeah. Why are you saying Gustafsson? Who the fuck is that? People. So, pronounce some people it both say Gustafsson. Right. Some people say yeah, Gustafsson. Tomato, tomato. Right. But yeah. uh, uh, you know, he was going to call in, and also uh, BJ Penn, my old friend, was going to yeah. call in, and I was so excited to talk to BJ and Alex. I mean, Alexander. Well, on first name. Mm-hmm. Can you? I'm, can I'm you? Ex- him a nickname already. Explain some BJJ nerd stuff to me right 100%. now. A hundred percent. Now. But now, uh, yeah, I do. I'm going to talk to you about okay. that. Wait, Michael Chiesa, put up his fight, please. Yes, I'm going to call him right now, too, because he's getting on a plane, I think, in like 15 minutes. So okay. we're going to call him. But, oh, uh, shit, man. Let's, yeah, let's talk. To, and this is his first. Man, for the first time at 170, he's got a, a, a former um, title contender. Oh, no. Well, the interim wait, title wait, holder. interim title holder. What am I saying? That's right. He, he I had get confused with all the interim shit. To, yeah. <laughs> Carlos Condit. Carlos Con- now Carlos, it was his last fight versus Neil Magny. No, he fought no, wait, after he, that. Who do you fight and lose to? But it was a good. Yo, is this Michael Chiesa? Yes, sir. How's it going, Mister D- Matt? Sarah. Oh, dude, I, man, I'm so happy you called in, buddy. How are you? I know you're about to board a plane. We're also with Phoenix Carnavale. Hi, Mike. And of course, hey, how are you? And good. of course, Chris, the producer. I know you know that guy. Well, let's, yeah. dude, I'm so excited. You're fighting Carlos fucking Condon, and. You know, a former interim title holder for your first time at 170. How are we feeling, Michael? Man, I feel good. It's been this shape. I said that it's been the best camp I've ever had. I'm not going to say it, but it's been it's been the most different. Just because I haven't had to focus on the scale, I've been able to just focus on my skills. I actually put the gi on finally after 10 years of training in this shit. Oh wow, wow dude. Yeah, I'll so fucking. I'm like... I gave you that. That's that's the applause I give you, as a jujitsu <laughs> man. That's a training tool. I'm happy you're doing that. But go, yeah, that, yeah, that's so awesome. I just I really got back to my roots a lot. You know, I, I get you know I got away from the scale and I've just got back to focus on my skills. And as of now, this morning I was 180.5. Did a little light workout, so I got less than 10 pounds to cut. I feel good. I'm not dried out. I'm not grouchy. I'm smiling. I'm having a good time, and I'm just excited to fight on Saturday. And have you ever fought at 170 before? I think I fought like maybe one, am- one or two amateur fights, and then um, I did like I, w- I was really small before I got in the UFC. Yeah. I would always walk. I walked around at like 165, 170. Uh. Uh, so I did one. I did one fight at 170, I think, but never since I've I've gotten bigger. You know, I get out. Of, I like this this last camp. I started camp at 211, 
Yeah. You know, oh. I, I, put, I put a lot of mass on over the summer. I, I worked with Bo Sandoval a lot from the PI, um, just on my strength conditioning, and, and it paid its dividends. I put on like eight pounds of muscle. So I can definitely say there's no turning back. You couldn't pay me enough to go back to 155. That, yeah, that last cut looked like it really, really hurt you. Like, I mean, I've never seen your performance. I've never seen you before that, and you were saying, this is the last time I'm doing this. This is before the fight. You're like, yo, this is the last time I'm doing this cut. So, I mean, I'm interested to see how you perform here, Mike, because not for nothing, there's guys that, and, you know, one of them is the, the champ of the world, Robert Whitaker, and then he's fighting another guy that also, um, it would, uh, Kelvin Gastelin, like, that's another guy. They both moved up in weight class and are doing phenomenal. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you could totally reinvent yourself, buddy. And that's kind of where I'm at, you know. I saw I saw what those guys were doing, and it definitely it definitely sparked my interest a lot. And I saw Dustin Poirier doing it, it sparked my interest even more. But it was when I saw Anthony Smith make the jump, and it was because of I read an article about him talking about how he felt fighting in 185, and just all the things he said he felt, the things I felt, just ah. like you get into your weight cut, and it's like you can't hear as good, you know. You like it's like everything's super delayed. He yeah. said, you know, when you go out and fight. It was like he, he didn't have a clear vision. He felt like he was in a cloud. And his best shot at winning was to just hit the gas pedal to the floor and hope for the best. But I'm like, dude, that's what I feel like I have to do. I never feel like I can be a cerebral fighter. I feel like I just got to go out there and just just hit the gas to the floor. Not really in. Like, look at the way Al Quinta fights. Yeah. Greg and Al is in there. He is like, he is picking guys apart mentally. He's making, yeah. you know, he, he, he's, he's a very cerebral guy. That's how I want to fight. I want to fight like Al. You know what I mean? I want to be a cerebral fighter that can make choices on the fly and not just have to just always just go forward and, and just make it a sloppy mess and hope for the best. I want to go out there and really start to be a cerebral fighter and see things coming. I think that I'm going to be able to do that on Saturday night. Mike, sure. that sounds like maturity, too. You know, I mean, as you get older, your body changes. It just becomes harder and harder to cut that weight. And then, you know, you want to be cerebral, but you're, you're dying in there from the weight cut and you're just in there trying to survive. Have you noticed that clarity and sparring and stuff leading up to this? Oh yeah, 100%. I mean, for one, I'm not the fastest guy in the world. So, you know, sparring with guys that are 155ers and 145ers, I have trouble, you know, I'm just not that fast of a guy. And I'm just finding that now I'm, now I'm competing in the gym against guys that are more my size. I'm doing a lot better. I don't struggle as much to get my stance low enough to fight these guys, um, you know, and yeah, and I can just see things coming more. And ultimately, it's all about, you know, where your head's at. Are you happy? Are you stressed out? Like, yeah. that, those things go into play in your fights and your training camps, and I just haven't been stressed out, you know what I mean? As long as I eat good, the weight's just been coming off. I'm working with Lockhart and Leeds again. Yeah. That's going great, and uh you know, I, I've been training hard all week. I haven't had that. I haven't felt withered and, and you know, diminished. I, I feel good. You know, I feel like I can fight at any given moment right now. And, and this camp's been just great. Well, well, now I hate to ask you this, but <laughs> it's talking about stress. How has the travel plans and everything been for you? A little stressful, you know, with friends and family coming in. And we had an Airbnb and, you know, we're kind of, we don't know, you know, how that whole thing's going to pan out. We just kind of had to leave it. And um, you know, hope for the best. And I think that I think that in terms of like reimbursement and things like that, I think that's all going to be figured out on the back end of this weekend. You know, the, the UFC ops team and travel team—they got so much on their plate right now. And, and I can't say anything but high praise for them because I can only imagine what they're going through. So 
you know, I know a lot of fighters are probably quick to give them a hard time, but you got to stop and think, like, it is very stressful for you know, I'm just thankful I'm not fighting at 55 for this fight because it would make things a lot worse. Yeah. I'd be stressed about the travel, flying, the, you know, today, tonight's the night we cut weight. I'd be super stressed out about flying on the day we're supposed to cut and things of that sort, you know. So it's, uh, you know, there's been stressful moments, but, um, you know, you just got to kind of just trust your team. You know, my coach Rick's handling a lot of things. Uh, my manager, Daniel Rubenstein, he's handling a lot of things too. Trying to keep the stress away from me, so I just focus on the fight. Now, let me ask you: How did it get brought up to fight Carlos? Was he the first option at 170? Did he give you a couple of names? Did you jump at the chance when you heard it was Carlos Condit? I definitely jumped for the chance <laughs> it was Carlos Condit. I mean, for me, you know, in this profession, you, you're the opportunities to compete against guys that you've looked up to, and I'm not just you know you hear a lot of these guys when they get to fight a guy that's more more of a veteran than they are, more in the twilight years of their career. They're like, oh, I've been a fan of them my whole life, this and that. They really don't mean it. No, I'm not that guy. If I wasn't a fan of them, I wouldn't sit out there and just blow smoke, you know. So I've been, I literally, I have, I still have Carlos Condit walkout t-shirts from before I ever even started <laughs> training in mixed martial arts. That's wild. You know, so it, it's an honor to fight against a guy like Carlos. I got a ton of respect for the guy. I mean, he's as tough as they come and and he, he, I mean, he's about as dangerous as you can be. The guy can beat you anywhere. Yeah. He, I mean, he, George St. Pierre says the toughest fight he's ever had. And, uh, you know, you got to take those things into consideration. And again, you know, it, I, I want that win over a former title challenger. I, you know, Pettis, was, I thought was going to be the guy for that. Turned out, you know, that, that wasn't the case. I'm a, I'm a realist, Matt. I'm going to be completely honest with you, you know, I'm not good enough as a fighter to just focus on cutting weight. I'm not technically good enough to fight at 55 and just focus on cutting weight all the time. I still have a lot of things I need to improve on. I'm not a guy like Khabib. Khabib's phenomenally skilled. He can focus on cutting a ton of weight because he's that good. I'm not that good yet. You know what I mean? I'll get there someday, but just not right now. And so I'm blessed with this opportunity to fight a guy that's a former champion. And, uh, you know, look for that illustrious win that, that eluded me that last fight and that's beating a former champion. So, Mike, I know that you say Carlos is good everywhere, but what are the things in particular that you know that you have to watch out for fighting someone with his skill set? You've got to watch out for the flying knee for sure, especially me being a wrestler. You know he, he likes to throw that thing um, a lot, you know, and he's got, had a lot of success with it. Um, he's got the good off-timing kicks. You know, he caught George. Yep. He caught George with that high kick. Yeah. Got to watch out for those things. So it's really about, you know, having a good defense and, and really being able to, like I said before, being cerebral, being able to see these things coming in there. And that's a lot harder for me to do uh, on a tail end of a, of a 30-pound weight cut. You know what I mean? So I think that I don't think he'll be as effective with those attacks. I think I'll be able to see him coming. I think I'm going to be – I actually – I'm, I'm pretty much for certain that I'm going to be the faster guy in there coming up a weight class. I think I'm going to have a speed advantage. So, um, you know, it's just all about making good decisions in there, sticking to the game plan. And I think that it, I think it could be a good night for me. Whether it goes smoothly or the blood and guts war, I'm very confident I'm going to win this fight. Now, Carlos coming off a couple of losses. It, I mean, I'd say he has his back against the wall, but I think he'll have some breathing room because of who he is and his and what he's done in the sport. But shit, man, you don't want to lose three in a row. So it's like this is uh, this is one of those you're, you're dealing with a, a dangerous individual because I mean he's got to. I mean, 
like I said, man, after coming off one loss, it's like, all right, man, let's not make it two. Two losses, it's like, all right, man, enough of this shit, you know? So that makes it even more exciting, at least for me. Phoenix. Yeah, you know, definitely. You know, tensions are high in that aspect, but for me, I, you know, I have not even been factoring that at all. I think that's just that's unnecessary pressure to put on yourself being yeah. on a skid. The way I look at it, like this is a totally new chapter in my career. You know what I mean? Yes. I, the way I look at it, I'm not I'm not on a two fight skid. I'm O and O right now. I'm going into a new weight class. Nice. You know, I know other people look at it differently, but for me, it's like, dude, I'm O and O. I'm making my debut at welterweight. You know, the path is the path. I gotta look forward, and uh, you know, and right now, what to look forward to is this fight on Saturday night. What's What's the fight like? You know, night like for you when you when you're getting ready to go? Are you you know napping in the back until you warm up? Are you watching the other fights once you're done fighting? Are you watching other fights? Like, what is the whole fight night experience like for you um usually i just kind of i try to just be lighthearted. i mean this is ultimately you know this is the fun part you know what i mean it's the fun part but it's the part that you know that's when tension is the highest you get into the arena and you know everyone's kind of on edge but you know you, you can't help but smile you know what i mean inside your head you might be thinking you know you're nervous and this and that but if you're smiling on the outside and it's coming naturally that means it's just meant to be and, and for me i just like to enjoy the fight and just kind of take my time getting dressed, getting warmed up. And then, you know, once I'm about, you know, three fights out, then it's time to start really buckling down, getting in that, getting in that zone and, uh, getting in that tunnel vision focus. You know what I mean? And, uh, I think, that, I think it's just, I, I think I'm going to be in a better place in this fight than I have for pretty much all of them. You know what I mean? It's going to be, I'm very excited to see how this whole thing pans out. Well, Michael, you're 31 years old, dude. You're coming into your, I mean, this is your prime right now, man. I know a little short guy that got the title at 32. So you're a, you're ahead of the game, buddy. You know what I mean? And you got the fight IQ now, Michael. You've been on the on the winning side of things. You've been on the rough side of things. That all adds to your fight IQ, and it just adds to your um. The more experience you have in there, the more shit you're able to pull off. Yeah. Uh, at least that's what I felt when I was in there. Like after a while, it's like you feel like you have more control of your actions. The 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 more time you spent in there, the good times, the bad times in there. So listen, man, I'm excited to see this new chapter for you. As I know Phoenix is, and I know Chris, the producer, is, and the rest of the world. I want to wish you the best of luck, and I'm still waiting for you to get in the studio, my man. I know you're not. In I New know. York. I need to get in there. I got family <laughs> over there. I need to come visit too. So we got to make it happen. And then bring your ghee, bro, and visit me in Long Island. Do we'll hang out. We'll get. I'll get a slice of glu- gluten free pizza. I'm, I'm, Mike, I'm sorry. I have some stomach issues. But we'll we could hang out, do some jujitsu. <laughs> I'm making a new hey, friend. About it. He's like, hey, that listen, man. Out. I'm not. I'm listen. I, I, I'm a busy I, I guy. Listen, out. I don't my got girl, all day to hang out with you. My girlfriend's got my, my girlfriend's got stomach issues too. So that's perfect. She all about the gluten-free pizza. Oh. I'll let you guys have at it. I'm going to have the real deal. <laughs> so all the gluten, the cheese, the meat, oh. the whatever. You're making man. me hungry. Hey, man. Thank <laughs> you, dude. Michael, hey, Kessa, thank you for calling in, buddy. And best of luck this weekend, my man. Always a pleasure. Tell Al and, and Weidman I say what's up. 100%, man. All our best, Michael. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Chip. Take care, Bye. man. The great Michael Kiesa, who's fighting Carlos Condon this weekend at UFC. 232. I knew you'd say that. I knew you'd just back me up on that. I got your back. Man. I'm glad he called in. I like Michael and he um 
He came through in a pinch. Because I'll tell you right now, first of all, I can bullshit with you for an hour and change, no problem. <laughs> you know? We got stuff to talk about. We do. Phoenix, I wanna I wanna I wanna tell you a couple of things about Toyo Tires. All right, tell me. Do you know that UFC Bantweight champion TJ Dillashaw loves the fight? He loves the strategy. And you know what else he loves, Phoenix? What? Do you know? Toyo tires? Say it like you mean it though. Toyo tires. Very, oh my god, my job's at stake with that. <laughs> because like TJ, Toyo tires are tough as they come. They are the official tire of the UFC. There's a lot to love about Toyo tires. Like Phoenix. what? Aggressive design. Uh-huh. Proven on and off-road capabilities. Tell me more. Tires for any weather. Uh-huh. And the toughness to back it all up. There's a confidence that comes with tough tires. So no matter what you're driving, no matter where you're driving, you could count on Toyo tires. Aww. Phoenix, tough people love tough tires. If you're tough, and I know you're tough. Phoenix, I am. These are the tires for you. What are they? What does that say right there? Toyo tires. Oh, right it does. The next time you need tires, ask for Toyo, the official tire of the UFC. Learn more at toyotires.com backslash UFC. That's toyotires.com backslash UFC. After a stressful game, it's only natural to need some well-deserved rest. Upgrade your current sleep situation because Mattress Firm is offering the best bed deal of the year. Get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price for savings of up to 700 bucks plus... Take home a free adjustable base up to a $699 value. That's $699 for free. You'll only find these deals during Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale. So don't miss your chance to start sleeping like a pro. Shop now at mattressfirm.com slash sale. There's nothing worse than being uncomfortable in bed. It's, it's horrible. You're not rested the next day. You suck at work. Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale is offering the best bed deal of the year. Save up to $700 when you get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price. Plus, take home a free adjustable base that's up to a $699 value free. Visit mattressfirm.com slash sale for more details. What up, everybody? This is CJ McCollum from the Portland Trailblazers. And here's a little taste of what we talked about on this week's pull-up podcast. Very special mini post-game seven episode of pull-up. An epic game seven in Denver. 37 points back-to-back essentially close out buckets. Why were you so successful last night? I think it just really came down to my demeanor and mindset. Empty the clip, leave nothing out there. I wanted to say I did everything in my power and I left all my bullets out there on the court and didn't bring anything home. How do you shift to a completely new animal, an absolute monster in the Warriors? In the playoffs, it just comes down to X's and O's and execution more so than anything else. The Warriors aren't going to run a lot of plays. They're going to run a lot of misdirection out of timeouts and late clock situations. But most of it's going to be mid-pick and roll. It's going to be pin downs and flares and things of that nature for Clay and Steph. And a lot of transitions. So you have to guard the three-point line, get back in transition, and make it as difficult as possible on them. Don't forget to... Subscribe and listen every week on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows. So anyway, we were talking about the the travel arrangements and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Listen, shit happens, man. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's a bummer. It sucks. You take care of your business fight night. Hey, it's going to be a happy story for everybody. Except for your opponent. Well, you look at this Gus versus Jones Oh man! Just th- like think about the Let, magnitude of that fight. We could talk about that now, or 
Or so we can talk a little about gossip, and then we could wait. When is Jimmy Norton calling in? We're gonna, I'm going to text him. We'll call him probably 10, 15 minutes. Okay. Like let, let, so let's we give a little bit of gossip. Let's give us to. some gossip, and then me and Phoenix will talk about some movies that we've seen lately. Sure. <laughs> uh, well, okay, so we got a couple of recently announced fights, some really good ones. Talk Francis Ngannou, Cain Velasquez is official for UFC on ESPN1. That's on February 17th in cool. Phoenix, Arizona. Nice to see Kane back. I mean, That's what's great. it been, like two years since he fought? Yeah. I'd have what to was the like? Travis Brown, I think, was his last fight. Um, yeah, that was at 200. Though. Right. That's yeah. how long ago. I actually thought, and I th- this is a rumor, and I, obviously it's not true now, I thought he was going into WWE. I had read something like oh, that, that. Yeah, that he was kind of flirting with that idea. Listen, there's plenty of time for that. He's made for the cage, man. He is, but how the many octagon. injuries has that poor guy had? I don't know, man, but he could dish him out. You know what I'm saying? He could dish it out, too. And Ngano, you know I mean? the when last healthy, fight he won. Yeah, he knocked out Curtis Blades in right. China. Yep. Yeah, now, this is the thing. I see this going an early, either early, an early victory for, for Francis. Oh, okay. Or, you know, he um, Kane gets a hold of him. And gets him down once, and then at the whole. It doesn't mean he has to finish him, but he'll take enough juice out of him that he's not going to have that same snap, and it'll be a long, brutal night. I I've, for Francis. I agree. I think Cain Velasquez is at his one hundred percent, or even at his eighty percent, is one of the most dangerous people in the world. I mean, he 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 can wrestle. Anybody, you know, imagine him and DC training together. But you hear oh. DC when DC was in here. He says straight. Straight up, he says, "Yo, Kane is the best heavyweight ever." Yeah, I can, that, I can right see that. I can yeah, see no, that and agree it. with it. As he far says as it, that's wild, man. His like, abilities, his movement, even his boxing. I mean, he's ama- It's just a shame to see that guy to not have seen him in two years, and you know, to miss some amazing fights. I'm sure he would have given us. So, I want him back. I'm I'm glad he's back. This is such an amazing card. I can't wait to talk to our little bird about it. <laughs> um, Holly Holm versus Aspen Ladd has also been set. This is for uh, UFC 235. Right. She's, not rem- she's not related Aspen to Kimura Ladd, Ladd is she? No, <laughs> uh, the old Ladd jokes. That's Jimmy's fucking uh, That's a big step up, I think, for Aspen Ladd. <laughs> Sorry about that. That was a little... Yeah. Uh, but she, go ahead. She's 7-0. She's coming off a knockout of Tanya Evinger, which was a... She like ran through Tanya Evinger. Yeah, Avenger's like really just a a wrestler. We haven't really seen much of the big striking from her besides Invicta. Yeah, but she's still... um, So Aspen Ladd won that fight, and then Holly is... uh, Coming off the win over Aspen Megan Anderson. I mean, she's got a, she's got a lot me? of TKOs and submit. She's got more TKOs on her record than anything else. Yep. Yo, give me some more gossip. I uh, like gossip. Well, final fight that was recently announced: Jan Blahovich versus Tiago Santos. That's for Ooh. UFC on ESPN Plus. Ooh. February twenty third. That's like a fucking sl- <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's not going to be a boring fight. No. You know what I mean, Phoenix? Yeah. I like that Thiago Santos. The, oh, that's where is it? That is in Prague, the Czech Republic, Ooh. on February twenty third. Been there? Oh, have you been Prague. there, Matt? Prague? No, I have not. I have not. <laughs> when is that? February twenty third. Would my luck, Marab will end up going there or somebody, and then I'll be over in Prague. <laughs> <laughs> that would be interesting <laughs> for you. Oh man, you know what's funny, man? We were supposed to do a, a Dana White looking for a fight. Remember I told you that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I canceled, man. Something we're, happened to the boss. I hurt his foot or something. 
Where we but did you ever see Christmas Vacation? He was probably kicking a door when you they asked see? to change the fight venue. I love Christmas <laughs> Vacation. Did you ever see... Say Grace. She died you ever 30 Christmas years ago. Creation when Clark Griswold didn't get his Christmas bonus. and he was, <laughs> That's how I felt. <laughs> I'm like, what? It wasn't a bonus, but it was like... I'm like, yo, man, that would be good. That'll take care of my Disney trip. It'll be take care of Christmas. Yeah. But fucking. you look forward to that. Next thing you know, he stubs his toe and I'm fucked. <laughs> I'm only kidding. Listen, first things first, I want to make sure he's okay. He's I'm sure fine. you'll do another one. I know. I'm, I'm breaking. I'm just being Can ass. you? You're not allowed to tell me where it was supposed to be? Yeah, it was in Pensacola. It was announced. Oh, okay. But listen, hey, man, I roll with this shit. You know what I mean? What? Speaking, <laughs> of, speaking about of Disney, it. you're going to be extremely jealous. I, of my... I, you went there. You and your uh, your fiance, yeah, um, boyfriend, and we're not engaged yet. You keep pushing Vic. that. I got to talk to Vic. Um. <laughs> I got to talk to Vic. We never met yet, but I got to talk to. Yeah, him. yeah. The fuck, man. I, we took his parents. His seventy year old parents have never been to Disney. Really? They've never been. Yeah, they've never been anywhere but Puerto Rico. Before they get eighty, you getting a ring on your finger? I don't know. I don't know. Phoenix. Ask him about it. I don't. I think I'm gonna have to talk to him. I'll give you his number. I don't want to make it weird. <laughs> what am I going to do? Call Vic. We never met. I want to talk to you, but you want to go ring shopping? <laughs> no? Phoenix. Yes, sir. I'm uh, blushing now. I, I think. Yeah, I, well, I, I don't think he should let you get away. Uh, thank you, You're Matt. You're a good friend of mine. Thank you. I appreciate and that. And me and Chris, the producer, think that this, you know, listen. And I can cook. That's the other you thing. You could cook. Sure. You could do you it know, all. You like Star Wars. You like comic books. <laughs> you like martial arts. Uh-huh. Vic, come on, man. And he's into all that. What is he waiting for? Another girl to come along that likes martial arts and this and that? They don't, that doesn't exist. <laughs> it might. But Phoenix, I will get back to that afterwards. Yes. But go ahead. So you and your boyfriend. And his parents. How long have you been dating? Three years. Okay, go ahead. Anyway, so, um, so we went to Disney. They have never seen anything like this before. Did they ever watch the Disney movie? They, did they ever watch? Yeah, they love all that stuff. Did they ever watch uh, the Star You went to Star I know you went to Star I liked some of your pictures on there because I know yes. you went to the Star Wars stuff. No, there's a VR thing and it's not oh, I love in Disney. It's outside of Disney and Disney what Springs. What is it? And it's, it's called The Void. The fuck are you talking and no, about? No, listen to me. It's insane. I sent you the picture of. I sent you and Chris, the producer, a picture. Of of, your Christmas you said Because you said VR. Mm -hmm. And, well, finish your story and I'll get to that. All right. Because the God, so you know, I'll take a This thing called the void, basically, it's not just standing there. You know when you stand and you play VR like you're in your room and you're going to knock shit over or whatever? No, it actually puts you in a world where you can walk through. So it'll be like you Is landing it? on the planet Mustafar and you feel the floor drop because it has a platform. Are you walking? No. And then you walk through. You walk through? What are you walking? What is and you're wearing the whole headset so here or whatever. Do you have a backpack or something? Or? Uh, yeah, they have a backpack on you. And then you like, like pick busters? up your blasters and you grab a freaking blaster and you start shooting stormtroopers. Really? And then you you're on Mustafar and freaking Come Vader on, comes talk out. To me. What? I swear to you, this is happening. What? I got a what? So they only where, have it where? in a couple of locations. They have it in California. And when you walk they have you it you in see Florida. Them there? Like you see, you see K two S O just walks up to you and he's like, "Come with me." And you follow cool? him. It's Come ins on, it's crazy. Buddy. It's crazy. And then because it's it's like four D, you're on this hot planet. So like you're the room also turns really hot. You're not hot. walking into walls because the walls no because just look it's different. it's like a maze that you walk through. And and you can touch the walls, and you can touch, you know. But it's not the right texture. It's got to be different than the fucking. But I don't well, know yeah, I mean, you're not. It's hot lava. You're like you're not actually gonna touch lava. Hot lava. Liquid magma. Magma. <laughs> but it it it's if you get a chance, anybody's out there. It's, it's Star oh, Wars shit. VR. And I'm out there. It's cra It's called the Void, and it's crazy. And they have a Ghostbuster one. They have a Wreck It Ralph one. You can do with your girls. It's that crazy. is beautiful. I'll throw those on the floor and go right to the Star Wars. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> 
I want to. I, I can't wait till they make that new Disney thing over uh, at Disney. 2019. New, uh, like, I think the it's end of the year. It's called Galaxy's Edge or some mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. Galaxy's Edge? Galaxy's Edge. I don't want to seem like a lizard when I put my tongue to the side. What, what kills face. me is that, is that Matt. No, you don't, okay, you don't have I, any. I always feel like I you don't have any buildup. But go ahead. What are you saying? Uh, it's crazy. It was absolutely crazy. You feel like Matt, what? What was I supposed to say? I don't say? know. You'd rather even goof on me or give me a compliment or neither. Phoenix, did you like the picture I sent to you and uh, Chris, the producer, the other day? Yeah, you all in your VR gear. My brother-in-law, Edwin, took that when I was in my <laughs> oasis. I'm so happy. This is what happened. Oasis. Ready, Ready player I call one. that, I, that's what I get it from. I love that movie. Yeah, it's good. And I've been off the, um, the uh, VR, the Vive, for a while because I had some controller issues. Okay. Right? So I said, fuck it. It's annoying me. So I go, controller look. Controller issues. I told my wife, I go, look. Nerd therapy. I don't ask for a lot of things, but there's a Vive Pro out there. <laughs> I go, you know what? For Christmas, I'm a pretty good dude. You know, give me, I'll take the Vive Pro. She goes, okay. Yeah. So then, I don't know. You ever see the Christmas story with Ralphie and the BB yeah. gun? Of course. You ever see that? Sure. The Red Rider BB gun? That's all Ralphie wanted. Yeah. Right? So I felt like Ralphie. I, I wanted, but I want, I didn't want a Red Rider. I want the fucking Vive. <laughs> I don't ask for a lot. This is a short story. Wait, wait. Can I say this though? I know it's a short story. So I was. Looking through clips on YouTube, I was watching some old stuff. Yes, and a Jim and Sam show clip yes. came up, and it was like, "Oh, it's Matt Sarah." So I, I played it. And I was like, "Oh, I guess he must have been on recently." It was from 2017. You know what you brought up on that show? The Vive. Yeah, it's when I first got it. I guess. <laughs> I'm so excited. Yeah. All right. Well, listen. Now we're so we're now on we new opened vibe. up. Now my wife told me a, a couple of days before she goes, "Oh, they're out of stock." So look, smart woman. I'm a, so she's telling me they didn't have it. Yeah, right? she's smart. And she's, she's usually not good at like. Like fibbing, if you know, and this and that. But, uh, you know, I don't, I'm a grown man, so I don't want to, I, I, you know, I don't want to be like, what do you mean? I wanted, this is what I wanted to do. I wanted to stop my, stop my feet and go, no, no, I want it. That's what I wanted to do. I wanted to do that. But then yeah. I, I go, what do you mean? Like, I wanted to make complaint. Yeah. Cause I really, really want my video games. But I realized that I'm a adult. I'm an adult. I might not seem it sometimes. <laughs> I mean, I jury's still out, but I, think I have the kids. Difference between... I don't think it would be a good example for my kids. No, so you're right. But the I difference, like really, child. the only difference for me with adulthood is now I have bills. Everything else is the yeah. same. I like the same shit I like when I was 12. So I'm the same, except I have bills. That's it. Somebody's going to clip that where you say you realize that you're adult, you know? Yeah. I'm an I'm adult. I'm adult. I'm a, I'm, did I say I'm adult? Yeah, you didn't yeah. say adult, but adult, like A I'm space adult. adult. Like, I'm, I'm a, a dumb dumb. I'm an adult. I'm yeah. adult. <laughs> a fucking adult. But listen, no, seriously. So, it's a new so slang. to my wife, I go, with... all right, listen. I go, whatever. It's all right. You know, I don't need it. Did you, what'd you get me? Like socks or something? Like, <laughs> I, like, so look, I know it's more socks. for the kids' Christmas and everything. And, you know, it's about giving and everything else like that. <laughs> so, um, so, you know, I'm like, all right. But I was really crying on the inside. Right. But I, well, I mean, I'll tell you guys that. Nobody I understand. Else. And whoever's listening here. So then it was like Ralphie on the Christmas story. We opened up everything. The kids having some. I opened up. And literally, she got me some Game of the Thrones socks. And I'm like, oh, look at that. I need a pair for each day. It's a surprise. You're like, yeah, Winterfeld. I'm like, oh, God, I miss my. And then Ready Player One was actually on TV that morning. I'm like, oh, man, I'm depressed now. <laughs> and then she goes. I have something else. And then it was almost like the thing behind the tree, but she had it upstairs. She came down and it was my vibe. It was my vibe. Oh my God. Oh, I was so happy. I was so happy. That's cool. Phoenix. 
I'm going to give your wife just, You know what's so funny? Just knocking kids cool. and toys Dude, out of the way. I just push my kids out of the way. Yeah. Daddy, I want to show you this thing. I go, listen. No, I don't care. I don't care about Daddy's your Legos. busy right now. Okay? Play with your toys. We got you a lot of shit. Oh, that's great. I didn't say that. but So listen. <laughs> so I, I delved back into that. And then it took a while for my wife to put it together. I'm sorry. Listen to me. I'm not the most. I'm not. Not only am I not handy. I'm not great with electronics. You know. Phoenix is not listening. I, does I not, I'm good at what I'm good at. You know. And uh, so finally, I got back into my 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 game. And let me tell you, all I gotta say is this: first time back. I, I don't want to brag. Winner, winner, Raptor dinner. Oh, did I kick ass in this thing? I was, they didn't realize that the Kimura Savage is back. What's the Standout battle royale. Okay. 30 guys dropping on an island. You know who leaves? You know who's left standing? The fucking Kimura Savage. Wow. Yeah. I'm happy for you. You see how you're answering me with this? I was. You see the video? You see the picture I was going to put out? Like yeah. I sent you guys? You're so happy. I was going to put that on Instagram. And my wife goes, Good. I go, what? She's like, I like when you do that. It shows all the girls out there you're a fucking nerd. Like, she didn't say it like that. <laughs> but she's like, oh, what a great turnoff for all women out there. So that's. I don't know. Uh, she was she was fairly confident it well, wouldn't help my what's female annoying, fan base. What's annoying to women is <laughs> when there's like, you, you really, know? you should be doing the effing dishes, but yet you're playing Raid Redemption for three hours well, and the dishes are just building up crust. That is eternal. Really? Yes. Well, listen, don't kick the Do golden the dishes goose. dishes and play the game. Then I, I would just say, it. don't kick the golden goose. You ever hear the golden snitch? I'm the golden goose. Don't fuck it. <laughs> I would give my wife a memo. Don't kick it. You know what I mean? Give me my five. Watch Dances with the Stars or whatever you want to do Dances with that. Dances with the Stars. I don't know what they watch. Is it Dances But all with, I know is. Dancing with the Stars. stars dancing with the Stars. They are dances, though. You know? Uh, what? I feel like <laughs> what? I feel like I want to change the subject. Let's talk. Did you ever? Well, you know what? I'm going to call uh, our second special guest. All right. Little Jimmy Norton. Yeah. Call Jimmy soon. Okay? Yeah. Until he gets on here. And we'll preview the card with him. Yes. And uh, we got to come up with a different thing. Like Matt and Phoenix's movies, music, et cetera, et cetera. Yes. Okay? Our dun, 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 dun. That's not it. That's nope. an old. We got to come up with our own theme. With that, well, we got I feel like you never saw Titans, though. You never saw. Titans. I have you not watched that. Titans yet. I apologize. That. I did watch Aquaman. Did, did Vic see? Your, your... Vic is really into Titans. Oh, what do we got? Jimmy Norton on here. Hey, Hello, hey, is this up, Jim man? Norton? Hello. Yes, I'm the only person not canceling today. I hear, I hear Gustafson <laughs> and BJ both canceled. Well, yep. that's so. That's all. Listen, let me tell you. Let me tell you something, Jimmy. Uh, Michael Chiesa called in. So wait. You know, we didn't. People jump to get on this show, and they, it's a lot of times they fucking jump right off it too. But Jimmy, <laughs> how are you, man? I miss you. I miss you too. I'm okay. I'm in L.A. and uh, this whole this whole fuck up with 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 Jones and the fight being moved out to Anaheim. I'm actually hoping it works in my favor. I was supposed <laughs> to come home tomorrow, but then I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to stay and go to the fight. So I, I'm going to. I changed my flight. I've gotten no confirmation that I can get a ticket yet. So I, I, I called Dana's office, and, and she's like, I'll let you know. And I have not heard back, so it's probably not going to work no, out. No, Jimmy. No, stuff. no, stay positive. And, Jimmy, I don't want – listen, you're a famous – Comedian, you take over the world. I mean, I saw your Netflix That's what I special. said on the phone to them. Yeah. Well, listen, I know some people too, and I'm going to make some calls. You're going to get there, Jimmy. Uh, you don't got to be my so plus funny. one, Jimmy. You're somebody. 
But now, Jimmy, that's a crazy turn of events, no? Well, has there, I know, uh, has, did Joe was going to interview Nowitzki, uh, has he talked to and figured out exactly what's going on? What, what, what happened? I think he's going to talk to him at 2 o'clock L.A. time, so I don't think he's even spoken to him yet when we're recording this, so I'm not sure yet. But. Oh, okay, he hasn't yeah. talked well, to him yet. Get, yeah, what a ahead. fucking... I actually believe Jones, though. I mean, I do. It, it, they said the, the amount found, it, 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 it's, it's impossible that he did it in between tests and cycles. It's something probably that was in his system or something he's taking in real life that has this in it that no one's ever tested for. Like, there's some weird food he's eating. There's something happened. There's no way this guy's doping at this point. He can't be. He's not that stupid. What I don't understand, and I'm no... I, Jimmy, I don't want you to argue this, but I'm no scientist, okay? In my eyes, you are. <laughs> Thank you, Jimmy. Is if he's had eight tests between now and whenever he's got the fight announced or whatever it is, why is this shit just coming up now? It just came up now or something. I mean, so the seven tests prior, nothing came up at all? I'm confused. Well, that's why I'm thinking it's probably something that he's ingesting that, that's like a, a food or something that has nothing to do with it. Well, they're because saying... They said, it, I think... Oh, go ahead, Jimmy. No, no, no. That's it. What, that's, what are they saying? Well, they're saying it's metabolite, right? And metabolite is, is residual leftovers from a parent drug. So the parent drug will get out of your system really fast and the metabolite will stay in there. It could be two years that something's still in your system. That's why they're saying it's just residual from whatever it was he got popped for in 2017. So it's the same oh. thing. It's not like he took something new. It's left over from, you know, the last time he did it. Metabolite, you know, it's, it's like, like metabolism. It's how your body metabolizes food or metabolizes a drug. So it's just still sitting in there. You know, I get, I, I was wondering that. Cause it's like when you, when you do drugs, you go for a drug test. Right. Like somebody who doesn't exercise, now obviously he exercises, but someone who doesn't exercise, it can sit in your fat for a while. Yeah. And then it winds up leaving your body slower. So does this work that way? Just not with, obviously not in his fat. Yeah, like certain things go out of your system quicker. Like, I don't know, I think th- THC takes 30 days, right? You have and any it, on you? Uh, not, no. All right. Sorry. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> oh, I think you're asking me. <laughs> no. <clears throat> I have a problem. Um, listen, we got fights to, to talk about here, man. We got to go over our picks. It's a, First of all, it's a, Jimmy, if you could get to that card, it is an amazing freaking card here. It's amazing, but I don't want to bother Dana. Like, I, I, you know, Dana's got enough stuff probably trying to book people hotels and all this shit. And I get, know. You know. He hurt so his I, foot, I too, Jimmy. Dana. He hurt his foot. What's that? He hurt his foot. Dana. How do you hurt his foot? I don't Maybe kicking someone in the ass. I don't know. But he hurt <laughs> it. All I know is because, Jimmy, I was supposed to go to Pensacola and shoot the looking for a fight. Remember? What? <laughs> oh, you yeah, know. Why didn't you go? Because he hurt his foot or something, man. And uh, next All thing right. you know, we couldn't go. And then there goes my, okay. my Christmas money. I'm only, Jimmy, that's not me. A lot of people have their own problems. I don't want to make it about me. Jimmy, yeah, but your problem <clears throat> is important, Matt. I like hearing about your problems. Ah, I mean, you're, you're, you're half the show. I like hearing about your troubles and how you resolve them. <laughs> yeah, I'm the worst half. Jimmy, I was going to ask you, I don't want to be that guy, but I mean, I know I asked you to come over for Christmas, but then I seen on yes. Instagram that you were on a plane. That's why I didn't Thank follow you, up yeah. with you because I'm like, all right. Yes. Now I'm just, there's no reason for me to, he's not going to jump back on a plane and come back to have dinner at my house. And you, you had exactly. a fun time with your little friends out there, Jimmy. Yeah, I really did, but it was very it was very moving that you asked me. I, I was really I've actually spoken about that a lot while I was out here. It was really sweet. Oh, man. I, I, I love you for that. Thank you. Oh, Jimmy. But no, I have I've had a good time out here, but it was it was really uh, I love you for asking. Oh me. man, you. we just had a nice. You know what it is? Actually, it might not have been a good thing because my kids were sick. Man, we they were sick. They oh. both had fevers and stuff. But that, that was on Christmas Eve, and then Christmas Day was very relaxed. Just you know, Edwin and Marie they came over. It was nice and relaxed. But anyway, Jimmy, let's get to some fights, my man. 
Where do you want to yeah. start from the main down or? Yeah, well, we could do, we'll we do might. our picks for the main card. But I was yeah. just going to say on the early prelims, we got Brian Kelleher fighting Montel Jackson, Curtis Millender versus Sahar Badarizada, Uriah Hall is fighting Bevan Lewis, wow. Andre Ewell, Nathaniel Wood. That's all on the early prelims. So this is like yeah. un- they're good. Those card. are good. I can say from experience, I've seen Andre Ewell fight in the LFA, so yeah. I can get the title before. He moved on to the UFC, and that kid has a very bright future. Yeah, he just beat Barrow, actually. He's coming, that was his UFC yeah. debut, beat Barrow. Yeah, how do you who, debut who and fight oh, Hen and Barrow? Yeah. Um, well, and then let me just say this. Sorry, for, so yeah. for the FS1 prelims, BJ Penn and Ryan Hall, we were supposed to talk to BJ. Oh, wait, oh they're the opening. Pre- yeah, they're he's opening, opening the, the card. FS1 prelims. Oh, he's yeah. opening the prelims. Right. Um, Peter Yan versus Douglas Silva, DeAndraj. Kat Zingano versus Megan Anderson. Kat's making her featherweight debut. Very excited and, about uh, that. And Andre Arlovsky and Walt Harris That's the prelims. Uh, are the main event of the prelims. Yeah. I, I just, I, I, wow. Like, I, I would watch that just as like a, well, not uh, anymore a fight, a Fox card, but an ESPN card. Absolutely. I love the uh, I love the fights on a nice Saturday night. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I just I li- there was Sunday it, this time. Oh wait, are they, is it Sunday? No, no. no. <laughs> is Jimmy is it? No, no, he's messing with us. You sure, right? No, I'm not. No, it's I the 29th. It's I almost, no, no, but I swear I, to God, it's oh, you're right. It's a Saturday. I almost yeah. screwed up. It's New Year's Eve. Eve. Oh, the tw- it's two. Is it two days before New Year's Eve? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's good. Oh, do you know I fucked up? If you didn't tell me that. I literally would have forgotten to go tomorrow. <laughs> oh, man. I thought that it was Monday. So I thought it was the night before New Year's Eve, not two nights before. No. Oh, I'm glad you guys told me that. You it's... just saved me a tremendous uh, <laughs> amount of problems. Dana would be texting you like, uh, where are you? I got you the tickets. What's yeah. going on? I'm so excited. Okay, well, All right, thank let's... you for telling me that. Sure. Yeah. So just to be clear, Saturday, December 29th is UFC 232. Cool, man. Okay. Uh, let's start this thing off. Uh, first fight of the main card on pay-per-view, 10 p.m. Eastern, Chad Mendez versus Alexander Volkanovsky. Now, I know Volkanovsky is a whole, he's like 18 and one, right? He I, is 18 I, and one. I, I, wow. Now, now I'm, I'm not, uh, Mendez 18 and four. What was Mendez's last fight? He returned after, you know, two, three years, basically, uh, to fight Miles Jury. He knocked him out in the first round, halfway through the first round. And Miles Jury right. is no joke, uh, man. Yeah. No. No, no, and Miles Jerry been on a good run at that point too. <clears throat> and what has Volkanovski done his last? Uh, who was his last fight? What was his one loss? Uh, his one loss was back in the day. He got a head kick knockout uh, loss to Corey Nelson, but this is back in Australia in 2013. So he's he hasn't lost since then. His last fight was against Darren Elkins, a unanimous decision over Darren Elkins, and before that he knocked out Jeremy Kennedy. Those were his last two fights. That decision with Darren Elkins was it just? Uh, I thought so. I mean, it was a unanimous I, decision. Yeah, I, th- I think Elkins won the. The second round. I mean, I, I don't remember what round right. it was, but I think he won one of the rounds. So. All right, Jimmy. You started off, Jimmy. <clears throat> uh, I'm going to take – I'll take Mendez. Uh, uh, Mendez by decision. He's not going to – I don't think he's going to knock this guy out in the first or second round. No, mm-hmm. Mendez by decision. I got the same thing, actually. I say Volkanowski by knockout in the third round. Ooh, Ooh. Phoenix. He's already fought some of Mendez's teammates before. Maybe he knows the way that camp moves. Um, He knows that that way that camp fights. I I just think he's a tough dude. And I think his nickname is the Hulk, so that kind of sways me in the Marvel direction. Um, (laughs) I'm going to go with with, uh, Chad Mendez by second round knockout, but I think 
decision is probably the smarter pick by you guys, but maybe he'll knock him out and I'll get lucky. I don't know. This kid's on like what a ten fight win streak, eleven fight win streak. What is what's his win yeah, streak? Yeah, he's eighteen right. and one. He's he's won uh so fifteen. Chad looked run. good in his last fight, man. Yeah. Yes, yeah. he did. You know? Yeah, right. that's an interesting fight. That could be a real fight of the night potential. Oh, Latifi. Uh, yeah, Ilir Latifi, who has been training with Gustafson. I mean, they're teammates, and obviously he's been helping him prepare for he's John Jones. He's a beast, man. Yep, and he's fighting yes, uh, he Corey Anderson. Wow, Corey's upset about what's going on. Yeah. He, now, Latifi, yeah. he is. Latifi yeah. beat uh, Tyson Pedro. Who, who else did he just beat? Uh, his last fight was Ovin St. Preux. He, he got him in a guillotine choke. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll take uh, Latir Latifi. Yep. Second round, take care. Fuck, man. These guys, what do you have? ESPN or something? Are you reading my <laughs> mind? <laughs> Sorry. What? Is that what you're going to take? Yeah, I, I, I was going to say, I was going to say second round knockout, but it's like the same thing you said. So. Yeah. Second round stoppage, yeah. That's what I was going to well, say. Well, you know. You know I'm the leader as far as picking fights, so you're just trying to go with the, the way. It's a smart move. I mean, Good I'm job, Daddy. <laughs> I miss you, so I'll call you Daddy. <laughs> I forgot about Daddy. Don't call me no eager houseboy in front of Phoenix. It's embarrassing. Oh, he I said, forgot that. Daddy and the eager houseboy. Oh, I don't, awesome. You don't have to do what? that. What? He called you what? He calls me eager houseboy, and I'm not, I'm not I don't even thrilled. understand what I, that I means. I don't know what it means either, but I think it's disrespectful. It has a weird connotation, no. I'm sure, no matter what it is. No, it doesn't. No, he's, it's, it's, yeah. I'm Daddy. Matt is just an eager lad who hangs in the house. He's an eager your helpful lad. What do you have with this Phoenix? Uh, I'm going to say Latifi by decision. That's. I, I also have Latifi by decision. I think Corey Anderson. I, I don't know how the fight's going to go, but I, he's Corey won Anderson's a lot tough. of decisions. He's yeah. he's tough, but he's also. I think he was head kicked. I forget who head kicked him. Oh, Latifi's a. Look at that. Look at him. Oh no! It, I he's remember a, it was Ovin Saint Saint Pru. It was a, like a huge head kick that came out of nowhere. That's how he beat Corey Anderson. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I'm trying to think of Latifi's movement, but I'm just gonna say decision. Yeah, well, he's like he's like a a boulder, Latifi. He's yeah. so, he's, yeah. he's like a shorter guy, but he's so strong. Um, all right, next fight up. Let's do it. Is hold on, Chris. So sure. Corey Anderson's upset. What, what I know he's upset. Is he saying that they should have canceled the fight or they shouldn't have moved it? No. So he so his wife is seven months pregnant. She's like right on the edge of not being able to travel. So yeah. you know, and I, I believe they have other uh, kids that they travel with. So. You know, it, it was a bit of a pain to get her to Vegas. And then so for the fight to then be moved to L.A., they had to plan another right. flight. You know, so it was just he, he said he wasn't really he like he gets it. But he said he was just kind of disappointed by the whole yeah. thing because obviously it was a lot of work to get everybody out there. So I, that's Fuck why Vegas. I kind of do hope that Corey Anderson does win so that he, yeah. he walks away with some type of great victory after all this. But Latifi, I don't know. I'm, I, I'm like, I, I'm swaying back and forth, but I got to make him get off the fence. Fishing. Do you understand what an asshole I am? I almost went to the fight the wrong night. I'm that so glad. So great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Phoenix? Uh, I said Latifi. Yeah, she's got Latifi. I said Latifi by decision. So we have, so then the next fight up is Carlos, the natural born killer, Condit versus Michael Chiesa, who we spoke to earlier. He's making his welterweight debut and he says he feels great. And uh, did they both, both lost in their last fights, correct? Yeah, Kies is coming off the loss to Pettis at 226. Um, but that, I mean, not to make an excuse for him, Pettis looked great, but obviously he had a rough weight cut. He missed a little bit of weight there, and he moved up afterward. He was triangle yeah. armbarred, but Pettis looked great in that fight. Carlos coming off two yeah. losses, won the Magni and, and his comeback fight, and won to uh, Cowboy Oliveira. That's absolutely correct. Damn uh, right it is. Yeah. There's no, well, 
There's no need for that. I mean, it's my job to watch these I mean, things. Carlos, Carlos has definitely fought the, the tougher competition of the two of them. Yeah. And he's also comfortable at that weight. But I don't know. I mean, you know, nobody realized Carlos's ground game is really good, too. His wrestling is yep. the problem. His wrestling, his wrestlers is always who he's, he's had an issue with. I don't know. I want, I'm leaning towards Condit because I think that Condit's stand-up is much more fluid and elusive. But if it goes, if, if Kiesa can control him with wrestling, I think Kiesa has it. Kiesa by decision. Yeah. Kiesa by decision. Very good. You're both incorrect. Oh, I, I didn't. I didn't say my answer yet. Oh, oh. I, I think. Oh, okay. I think Condit by decision. Ooh. I think. Oh, okay. I think you know Condit. If 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 Condit doesn't have a lot of residual damage from that Robbie loss, because that's when we kind of saw Condit decline. Uh, he's how, just a. He just moves well. How old is Condit? 37, 36? No. I, I, he's way, I, he's I, way younger than that. Yeah, he's I'm only 34. Shit. He's just been around yeah. forever. He's, he's only 34? Yeah, he's 34, yeah. yeah. Well, that's a, he's got some mileage. He's though, got wear sure. and tear on him. Yeah. You know? And, uh, you know, let me tell you, as an aging fighter who has arthritis, <laughs> ah, that sounds depressing. <laughs> I can still fucking Kimura people. Kiesa by decision. What do you got there, Jimmy? I'm saying I'm going to take Condit, Ooh. second round submission. Oh, wow. Interesting. All right. I, I kind of like hydrated. what Jimmy's saying right now. If he kicks ass, he's going to be known as Hydrated Kiesa. <laughs> and he's going to be kicking ass. That's There's right. the TRT Belfort and Hydrated yeah. Kiesa. I, think, I remember George saying that when, when he took Condit down, that Condit was setting up booby traps for him. Booby! And, and I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jimmy, I'm a child. Said I'm an idiot child. Go I don't on. know. Okay. I, Jimmy's probably going to win that one. So he, you, I mean, he, what if, did you pick? If I said decision, but yeah. I, I like he said submission. So, so yeah, I had Carlos. I, I had Carlos Condit kind of written down by decision because uh, I love Condit, but I also really like Kiesa. Kiesa called in. He's gone. Oh, I'm going to switch. Yeah, uh, just, I knew it. Just to be nice, I'm going to take Kiesa by decision. I, I, this is a tough wow. fight to pick anyway. So it's hard because you, like, you like everyone. Can You're I just do. trying can to go just, by paperwork and can, numbers. Can I mention something here that Jimmy? And I want to tell Phoenix too, and I want Chris the producer <laughs> yeah. to hear this, mm-hmm. is that, you know, instead of just picking Michael Chiesa because he believed in his fighting skills, he yep. said, this is what he literally just said, everybody, in case you missed it, you can rewind it on your <laughs> podcast, what, what you get from uh, iTunes, is he said, just to be nice, because Michael called in that he's going to pick him. <laughs> I caught that. That's what he said. Yeah, that's nice one. That's great for Kiesa's confidence. <laughs> I think Holy fuck! I thought it was gonna be a close fight anyway. Ooh. Like this was one of the ones. Dude, wow. Dude, look, Kiesa can yeah. wrestle. He has. A, he could hey. probably win. I just because I come Phoenix. from a stand-up background, I swayed. He, I gave, he gave him the that's pity pick. Insulting, that's very insulting, though. That's Jimmy. He gave him the pity pick. You're you're right. Part of play. Yeah. And they're like, we didn't think you're the best guy for the part. We feel bad for you, so we're gonna, oh. we're gonna hire you as the lead anyway. That was wow. No, you're right. Well, I didn't mean it to come across like that. I mean, this was this was a tough one either way. I went back and forth on it, and you know what? Uh, Kies is a, a good guy. He called in, and well, uh, he swayed me. Now, can I be first to thank him for calling in, and especially since he's never gonna call it again after he has the pity no, pick. No, he will. But the pity pick pick by producer. <laughs> anyway, uh, listen, I stand by what I said. I'm going with the Paisan. I think he's going to uh, hydrate a Kiesa is going to be a problem. Very good. All right. 
Now this now it gets interesting, everybody. Really, really, in these next two fights, I am. I listen. I am going to be on the edge of my couch. I might be standing yeah. up, Phoenix, for these. You know, I, I. This is one of the most anticipated Chris fights Cyborg. for me all year. Chris Cyborg versus Amanda Nunes. I know. I'm excited, Jimmy. Talk to me, Jimmy. Yeah. You go first, Jimmy, because I think me and you aren't going to pick this the same way. Amanda. Holy decision. fuck. Okay. Amanda is going to outlast her. Cyborg is great, but I think Amanda has looked really good, and I think Amanda's going to outlast her and win by decision. Amanda beat down for Mount, possibly by submission, but uh, Amanda's going to get mounted by that fourth round, I'd say, and then it's a problem when she gets on top. Okay. I'm going to say Amanda... Uh, I was going to say submission in the fourth round, mm. but I'm thinking she might just plant herself mounted and just fucking go to town. Nope. I don't agree with you. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. Fourth I'm round so, stoppage I'm, by I'm Amanda sorry. Nunes. I'm sorry. I, and, it's and new. Very hard for me to go against Chris Cyborg. Yeah. Size-wise, I met her recently. I yeah. mean, she's tremendous, but she's the, probably the nicest fighter I've ever met. Seriously. Well, you're a little bitty thing. I'm tiny, <laughs> yeah. Like, I was against we her had, hip. We had but, Amanda in here, and I'm, I'm confident yeah. in my fighting skills, but I might have to just... I absolutely use, love Amanda Nunes. I want to defend myself if she attacked. And she looked strong, she, powerful. She is strong, but look, Chris Cyborg is... An animal. She is the most dominant female champion. And you know when people say that, and they've mentioned that to other yeah. fighters before? No. Chris Cyborg, Invicta, you know, she's, I've seen her fight in Muay Thai. I, she, forget, she hasn't lost in how many years now? Yeah. I, mean, I, I understand. I think Amanda me, is the best person to go up against her because she's not scared of her and okay. they'll, they'll fight toe to toe. But it's very hard for me to go against Chris Cyborg. And Chris doesn't right. really get tired either. And she was using that CVAC machine. Did you see that freaking thing? Yeah. You know what that is? Oh, don't start talking about fucking sinuses. No, please. no, no. That's no, Jimmy's going to jump that's, on that. That's Amanda Nunez. I'm going to get it, Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy, I'll send you the thing that Amanda was talking about, the, the Navage. I'll send you a link to that. Ooh. This fucking thing is amazing. But the CVAC machine is this thing that you sit in and it's like air pressure. So it, it basically makes you build up more red blood cells. So yeah, you have like more oxygen count. Right? Yeah, so it's pretty a... similar. Yeah. And it's, it's like training in altitude, but just sitting in a pod. It's crazy. Can and it's I... legal. So I don't really think I don't see Cyborg getting tired. Listen, sit in a pod all day long. But can I ask you? <laughs> can I ask you something, yeah. pod people? Who did Chris Cyborg ever fight that has right. the skill set of Amanda Nunes? Who? Who? No, I well, agree. different I, skill skill set, who? but Holly Holm can move. Holly Holm is not, the, fight. not a jujitsu yeah. threat, and I don't but think no, it's a, I don't think it's the same power coming back. Uh, Holly versus Amanda. No, no. 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 Movement wise, uh, I think Holly has better movement than yeah. Amanda, but Amanda can punch. Oh yeah, but Cyborg is big. The ground, but the ground <laughs> game, the ground game of Amanda Nunes. I mean, she has well-timed takedowns. Cyborg man. Look what, has look what ground too. Cyborg has. Well, did you ever see her off a back? But I also think quality. I, of I've seen her. I'm sorry, Chris. No, I, I have not. Sure. I've I have seen not, her. Right. I've seen her fight Gina Carano a while ago. Go for a shitty. Eight. I understand, but she still went for a takedown, and she ended up. Mounted by Gina, who no offense, but Gina's not known for her ground skills. No, so she not went, at all. So she couldn't keep them out. One slip up like that with Amanda, that that's that's a, a, a round changing. Thing. It, it's hard for me to to pick Chris over Amanda, knowing that accurate. Dean Thomas is Amanda's jiu-jitsu coach, and we know how smart Dean is. But 
Chris Cyborg, it's very hard to, for me to go against Chris yeah. Cyborg. Yeah, I hear she well, lost that, her first fight. She hasn't lost since. She hasn't lost, I think it's 2005. Maybe right. she's due. I think you're right, Jerry. I'm sorry. Well, maybe she I'm not even looking at my computer. I'm guessing. No, I think you are right. Um, okay. I was going to say, I also think, I, I mean, that, that's what makes it such a great fight that there, it was, uh, yeah, it was 2005, Jimmy, you're right. It was a knee bar submission. Um, I think Amanda's quality of competition, though, has been higher than who Cyborg has faced. Yeah, because there's been nobody in that division. If you look at the rankings, like when you get to Cyborg, it, I think it just says her name. <laughs> it does, yes. There's no, <laughs> there's there's no, no rankings. There's no people yet. in yeah. her division. Amanda looks strong. Man. Amanda she, that has had better strong. competition. She is accurate as heck standing up. Yep. And Language. I'm sorry, Jimmy. I know I get carried away. And I mean, look at, I mean, as far as the stiffer competition, man, look at her bad. She went 25 minutes with um, uh, the champ, Valentina. Yep. Oh, and, man, that was great. And that was a tough fight. Yeah. But that's going to do nothing but add to her confidence. And, you know, hey, man. Look, I, really... I hope I'm wrong because, you know, having a double champ and it being Amanda and she's awesome, that would be great. But it's just very hard for me to go against my later judgment. All right, let's go. Chris, the producer, kill, start it off. Uh, well, I'm going with. Uh, I'm gonna. I am gonna take Amanda by fourth round submission. I, I like Get your heads the out fuck there, out Matt. Of here. I said start I it off. I already said my fuck. I think everybody said their picks already. Good. Did everybody say it already? Yeah. Then, then now we did. Yeah. All right. Um, all right. Main event time. John Bones Jones versus Alexander Gustafson for the second time for the title. Wait, what did Jimmy say for Chris Cyborg and Amanda? He's I'm got a Amanda by decision. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Uh, all right, now this is very interesting. This one, John Jones versus Alexander Gustafson. Yes. What do you guys think? Phoenix, shoot, bang bang. I say Gustafson. <sighs> this is exciting. And this and is and exciting. it's just me going by the just l really listening to him. He has me a little bit convinced, but I've been wrong because people have convinced me before, and I've gone against my better judgment. But in the in the last fight, it was Jones with more elbows and kicks, and it was Gustafsson's boxing yeah. that made sort of somewhat of the difference. But because of the elbows, I, the decision went to Jones because it looked like he was doing more damage. I think Gus has gotten so much better. His wrestling has gotten so much better. His boxing has gotten so much better. Very hard for me to go against Jones, but. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know. This is interesting. Uh, yep. Jimmy, mm. do you want? Well, we'll let Chris the producer go first. I'll and go. Then, all right, That's Jimmy, okay. go. Jones, third round knockout. Wow. This is not going to go to the decision again. Wow. This is not. Jones is going to land a knee, and he is going to drop him in the third round. He's going to get him up against the cage, and he's going to land a knee into his, in, in his head, and he's going to drop him in the third. Wow. I, I, have, I have the same thing, Jimmy. That's what I had written down. I, I just don't think. I think what John Jones has been saying all along that he. Didn't take again. No disrespect to Gustafson, who's yeah. had amazing fights against him and Cormier, and he's he's been a, a a guy that's right up at the top of that division. But I do believe that John Jones didn't take him as seriously as he should have the first no, time. No, he didn't. He didn't train he his boxing. Didn't. He was screwing around that week. You think? I DC, think he's. You think DC took him seriously? DC, hundred percent. He beat him. Yeah, but yeah, they went five fucking time. rounds. I agree. And the only person to beat DC is John Jones. So yeah. I think. I, I think. You know, MMA math doesn't always work like that, but I, I think this no, is going to be a real good that's version a, of John That's Jones, a really so. good point. And, uh, and John yeah. wasn't on a break. He wasn't sitting in the gym or no. watching TV. Like, he was, he's been training this entire time. For sure. And one of the X factors in this, so let me just say, so 
you know, John hasn't fought a lot over the last, you know, three years yeah. or so. He's only fought four times since he fought Gustafson. But Gustafson's only fought five times because he's had injuries. And so he hasn't been consistently in the octagon, too. So yeah. that, s- that maybe advantage isn't there, I don't think, in His, terms of. And two of those were losses to Cormier and Johnson. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, but besides that, and I know he lost also, he got caught with um, Anthony Johnson. Yes. Now, besides that, I mean, you, look at his, you look at his last fight with uh, uh, Glover. Unbelievable performance. I mean, beautiful it, performance. It was, I was just watching that on the way here, and it was so, his accurate yeah. strikes. And also, his height. John Jones, I know you're saying, you know, it was, it was um, maybe some ring Ross. He just came back, and his first fight back, he had the fight uh, OSB. Yeah. yeah. And it was a it wasn't a great fight. I mean, I know no, he didn't put on too much muscle mass. He like he wasn't moving the way he so normally now, does. So now, but now he's fighting another guy of equal height yeah. and a skill set, arguably better. So this is the thing. I, I've been a little bit on the fence with it. I was going back and forth. I was thinking I've gone if back John's, and forth all day. If John Jones, I was felt I felt if John Jones was going to win, I think he would um, submit. I think it would be a submission. That's what I was thinking, hmm. but. I've been watching the countdown special, and uh, I've been just thinking about it. I'm, and uh, it, it's a rough one, but I'm gonna go. I'm going with Alexander, and I just feel okay. that he's just so. It's such a great. Uh, not just because it's, it's a great me story. Too. The countdown convinced me I too. I watched the countdown, and and I don't. I mean, the guy's a focused, focused guy. Uh, super professional. And on a side note, how beautiful was that? Like you see him. Proposed to his girlfriend, his fiance in the cage. Yeah. And then, well, make, yeah, he proposes to his girlfriend in the cage. And next thing you know, you fast forward, you haven't seen, now they got a family, you see the kids, and it's a cute thing going on there. But anyway, listen, I feel that th- he's taking this obviously as serious as you could be, as, as one could, could take it. I think that he's going to be too much and he's going to win a decision over a hard fought battle. All right. So, okay. hey, man, yeah. I'm excited. I'm just excited for this Saturday. Um, next week, are we back to a regular schedule? No. So next week, we uh, no, next week, we'll just, we are. <laughs> next week, we'll be recording on Thursday as opposed to Wednesday when we normally record. But the show will be coming out Thursday. There will Only be no, one show next week. Yeah. The no, no Tuesday show because it's uh, New Year's Day. So oh, right. happy That's New right. Year's, everybody. Yeah. All right. Jimmy. How happy would you guys be if I had fucking changed my flight? Change. I'm paying extra hotel. <laughs> Three extra days, and I missed the fight. I mean, I have to call Dana's office now because I, I haven't heard back from them in the fights tomorrow. So maybe I'll, oh no, it's two days from now. Two days. So maybe I'll hear back tomorrow. Yeah, you're, I think All you're right. going to get tickets. It would it would have been great, and then you would have taken the red eye back and then been at the studio, and we wouldn't have been. Recording. I know you would have got here <laughs> in time. All right. Wait, two. what day is today? Today is the twenty seventh. Oh, Thursday. Today yeah. Is a Thursday. Today's a Thursday. Okay. Yeah. I'm bad with right, you, so Jim. I'm bad tomorrow. with that stuff. All Dude, right. I, I literally am, I, I don't know where I'm at. Uh, listen, I'll see you guys when I get back. As long as my plane doesn't crash, I'll, I'll, I'll see you guys when I get back. I miss, awesome. Thanks, I'm, Jimmy. I miss you, buddy. And I'll, I'll probably text you. you I'll probably text you on New Year's Day or New Year's Eve or something like I do. I have some shots I'll of grappa and I text all the people that I love. Sorry, okay, Jimmy. Buddy, I don't want to make it weird. <laughs> I do, though, okay. Jimmy. All right, buddy. Phoenix, it was good talking to you, too. Yeah, all right? Jimmy. I'm going to send you that Navaj uh, thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, please do. I would love to see it. All right? I will. I will. All right, Jimmy. All right, guys. Later, buddy. See you soon. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. Bye. All right, now what else do we got now? We got, all right, so we covered the fights. Yeah, Ready? we covered the fights. It's time for... Uh, <laughs> uh, do a movie minute, and then we'll switch it up a little bit. Okay. You just say, add Phoenix. Oh, wait, everybody heard that. 
And Phoenix. Kind of threw it in a little too early, but it was all right. No, no, it was good. Phoenix. It's it's yes, sir. Let's talk some movies. Now, can I just tell you, I told you my kids were sick over the holiday. The day before, uh, Christmas Eve, I should say. Christmas Eve, usually go over to uh, my wife's Aunt Mary Ells. It's a good time. We went there last night. But we couldn't because I didn't want to, like, my kids were still a little, had, had, like, a fever. But, you know, we bundled them up. We took them to go see The Grinch. <laughs> okay, how was it? It was all right. My wife and kids liked it. It was a little, you know, they changed a couple of things around. To me, it was the same shit. Okay. It's not like it, it, it's not like it was like mind blowing, you know. I could watch the Jim Carrey one and be like, ah, oh, that's fun. But anyway, I also, you know, you told me that Vic, your boyfriend, yet to be fiance, <laughs> shit. he's about. He's, I'm sorry. He better. She better. Shit Aren't you off, glad you? She better shit off the, get oh, off the pot. He better. So many, so you many users, mean? listeners to this. And well, he's gonna get some. He's gonna get some messages. <laughs> Fuck. Listen, this mm-hmm. this is the thing. I know he's been watching that Titans. I just got done with the series. He has. I just got done with the series, and I can't say enough stuff, good stuff about it. It's so Which good. Which is nice to hear from you, because and I'm not you're a DC very guy. more exactly. You know that. That's what I was just going to say. Right. Uh, I saw Aquaman. Speaking of DC. Ooh, let's. All right. Tell me. I didn't see it. Tell me. You know, I'm friends with that. You know the Collider show. You don't watch that show, do you? I do watch Collider. I'm, I'm, fr- I'm going to say friends, I, but I am. I'm becoming friends with that Christian 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 Harloff. Good, he's on. He's there. funny. Good dude. Like him. He's yeah. from Queens, and uh, he's he's over in LA now. You belong we, on that show. We, you know, I've done the show a few times now. You good. like it, Phoenix? Yeah. Oh, it's a good time. It's like basically what we're doing now. And he <laughs> asked me if I saw Aquaman. I was going to get on there and talk about it, but I didn't see it yet. How is it? Tell I'll me. tell you what. Tell, what they the did review. a they did a very good job of flushing out his storyline and his no origins. Yeah. Flushing. flushing, yeah, Phoenix. Um, was it fun? Was it? It's fun. The action. The, What's wrong? Okay, you, so you, my you boyfriend, my happy. boyfriend, because I'm I wasn't in love with it, you know, but I liked it. And my boyfriend's a professional stuntman, so he's a very good judge of like how fight scenes go. Yeah. So as much as he loves certain movies, he'll be like, "Oh, I hated this fight scene" or whatever. And we watched Aquaman, and it was like, so he's a stuntman. Holy shit! So he's, he's good at like, like, well, he taking does hits the, and he, jumping over cars, yeah, stuff dodging like that. marriage proposals. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. Go ahead, I, I set myself it. up for that. Anyway, ahead, so so he was very happy with the fight scenes. He was, and I will say that when Aquaman first shows up, it's a little like. They made him like wet Thor, so the, you know, like wet there's a Thor. couple of moments <laughs> where he like Geek he like humor. sways his hair, and the, and you're like, okay, that was for the chicks, like that was totally a, yeah. like a shot for the chicks, but um, but it's a it's a fun movie. I I wasn't in love with it, but I liked it, and they made Aquaman cool. They yeah. made him cool. You're like, all right, I get it. How was the Black Mantra? His enemy. Very, very good. That dude I mean, that, cool that guy's acting. I was like, okay, whatever. But the suit is cool. The yeah. fight sequences the fight are, cool. are cool. The girl is actually the one that impressed me the most. Her name is Mira. Her fight scenes were great. She was, uh, I don't know her too much, but if you ever saw the Flash uh, Point Paradox, mm-hmm. Wonder Woman takes her fucking head off. <laughs> I swear to God. Did I ever tell you that? No. no. Oh, what a money scene. Like the Atlanteans, right? Yeah. I don't want to geek out too much, but I'm gonna, and everybody's gonna deal with it. The Atlanteans, uh, that's the Aquaman's people, obviously. Right, right. And the Lost Amazons, City of Atlantis, and the Amazons, they were having wars, and then they're making a peace treaty. Yeah. I probably said this before. And next thing you know, you see the scene of Aquaman, like taking Wonder Woman in a room and, you know, having Why? What the fuck show this, is oh, this? Oh, this is, this is, uh, this ain't for kids. It's, uh, it's a, uh, 
Flashpoint uh, Paradox. Okay. Is this a cartoon? Yeah, it's the movie, like that movie. Okay. I have not seen this. The the Flash. It's the Flashpoint uh, Paradox. I'm going to have to check that out. So listen. So in this, it's like a bizarre world, like what happened in the dimension. So he beds Wonder Woman and Mira. She's seen it. You've seen her check it. Like, oh, no. So then you've seen... Wonder Woman like have a, like uh, like she's sharpening her sword, and then Mira walks in a room and starts making the water come out of a fountain, and you see Wonder Woman get her sword and run towards her. The next scene, like Aquaman's in a room with his with his buddies and like a war council thing. The door kicks open. Wonder Woman picks up a fucking head, and I'm just like, are you fucking shit? And that she cut her head off. She cut it as a Wonder Woman. Wow, wow. Anyway. Anyway, that's listen. like the type of romantic drama that guys like. And next thing you know, then it was World <laughs> War Three because you know Aquaman's like, hey, listen. Yeah, you just you took a head off. chick heads off. She goes, ah, it was self defense. Uncalled for. Yeah, she's an Amazon. She don't give a fuck. <laughs> anyway, good. Hey, what a movie. But uh, Aquaman, back to Aquaman. It's good. Hmm? It's uh, good. It's entertaining. It's a popcorn. Bathroom flick. breaks. I took one. I did. Okay. I did take one. Right. Well, I mean, you might have to, but would yeah. you recommend? Well, is it one water, of those where you don't? Know, water. I, I recommend it. I mean, I, there's some stuff like. Hold on, Chris like, Medusa. You going to boo me? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's all right. That was a there's, a, there's a couple <laughs> cheesy moments, but you're like, it's Aquaman. Well, it was it cheesy. Is, yeah. You know what I mean? But it was fine. It was good. That Titans ain't cheesy. I mean, listen. I've heard. I've heard this. Violent. The characters. The actors. They fucking. How great. You got, I love this show. That Titan show is so good. I haven't watched that. So anyway. I feel like there was something other nerdy stuff I wanted to talk to you about, and I cannot. I'm so happy to be back in the Oasis. And, and people, that VR, uh, the Vive Pro, I recommend it. Oh, sci-fi it. movie you should watch. Talk it's called me. Upgrade. Have you seen it? What is that about? It's basically about a guy that goes paralyzed, and they let a machine take over his body. And the fight scene is crazy because Upgrade. the machine does the fighting for him, and it controls his body, and it's a crazy fight scene. Wait, what is, is it in the theaters? Or? No, no. It was in the theater. It was an independent film. It was in the theater for like a short period of Upgrade? time. But like now it has like a cult fo- following. Really? Yes, check it out. Interesting. What else have I seen lately, Phoenix? Oh, The Last Kingdom's back on Netflix, the third season. <gasps> you watch that? that? Show so much. It's the greatest show ever. <laughs> you watch two seasons? Oh watch? my God, Uttred is my man. Uttred's the man. Uh, he is the man. He's a He's a bad. I actually like that show. This people are gonna bitch at me more than Game of Thrones. It's up there, man. It really is I've, such a. I would even the say Danes, I like it more than the Game Vikings, and the, the, the fight. The Some Christians of that shit and, is based off historical fact. I like the. I like. I mean, it's Last a, Kingdom. It, it my got me show. in, man. It really. When I watched that first episode, I'm like, oh, what is this? A, a poor man's Game, then Game nope. of Thrones, and then I'm like, no, nah, man. So dope. Like, there's so many. I'm like, oh, Rekahawa. He wasn't in it too long, but I'm like, so then I'm on the third season with it. And it just gets better and better. So, so characters come. It's almost like the Game of Thrones. They are where shooting a fourth some season. Some char- oh, they really. Alexander Draymond. Did you watch the third season already? Yes. I've oh wow! You binge, must binge watched it in like two days. That well, I'm, that's so great that you watched that. I'm up to the. Um, I'm up to the third season. I'm like I'm up. I'm like five episodes in. Uh, and it just got better and better. I loved it. New characters come, new characters go, and it's one of those things where most, you're like, oh man, most I Americans like this, don't know about the show, but where, it's on is Netflix. That, is that from where? It, it was shot in the UK. Oh, I think is that they what it shoot. Is? No, I think it's a it's a show from the UK, but it's shot like all around the world, and um and Netflix picked it up. And I don't. I when every time I talk to somebody here about it, they've never seen it. Such a good show. As we end, as we start, let's get this. Alexander. Dra- Why are you taking your fucking shoes off like like Mr. Rogers right now? <sighs> See my foot? I know. I'm taking the other one off now too. 
You know, I, I have to let my know why because I just realized. Hi, Mr. Rogers. Well, hi, kids. It's a beautiful day yeah. in the neighborhood, Matt Sarah. MMA is a beautiful thing, kid. <laughs> but no, no, I like to let my feet breathe because I got these big, uh, what are these called again? What'd you get me? Timberlands? No, they're UGG! Uggs. Uggs. Oh, they're so comfortable, though. I don't... Don't well, judge they're me. For, don't they're judge for, me. They're for warmth, and it's hot oh, in the studio, man. so... See what I'm doing? Yeah, it's like airing I'm, your feet out. I know. Your feet don't smell. Thank you, Phoenix. I shower a lot. That, that's good. <laughs> I just... I When I get up this morning... I got up this morning, I... I, I showered, and I... You know, I just... And then I go to my school, and I rolled. Hit some pads, and then I rolled. And uh, I showered again. Yeah. I'm going to go home. I'm going to shower. I shower like fucking four or five times. I, I swear to God. I'm that guy. <laughs> Sorry, Phoenix. This is weird, right? Uh, something else you should watch. Adam Sandler. It's called 100% Fresh on Netflix. I saw him sing the, the Chris Farley song. That was cute. Yeah. Uh, that's, you know, I don't know what else I'm going to watch with that. Though. Is he singing the whole time? On and off. There's jokes and he sings, but they're funny. Yeah. It's funny stuff. Trust me. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know if that's my cup of, you know, espresso. I like Adam Sandler, though, so... All right, people. Uh, any other anything else with the movies or anything else I'm missing? I think I told you everything. Uh, I really think you should spring for that DC app. If your boyfriend is not, he, we get already you, have it. We have oh, it. I just gotta it. watch it. Yeah, we gotta watch it. No, listen. You know, put it on a. a, a you know, I was hoping I was gonna give you a heads up. But I'm like, yeah, what am I going to give her a homework assignment to go watch Net- the, the Titans? No, man. I, I'm you. on planes a lot. I can watch it. It is true. I'm actually, after I leave here, I'm going to that CVAC machine. Oh, let's plug some stuff. Phoenix. Well, I mean, I'm not really plug, plugging buddy. it, but I'm trying it because I like to try like all different health modalities. There's yeah. a place right by Henzo's called, uh, Henzo's Henzo's. called Recovery, Ooh. and they have the CVAC machine. They have the new calm thing that Amanda uses. They have the infrared sauna. What is that about? Oh my god, is that this? is the fucking best thing ever. I like that shit. What is that because about? Because you know you use heat to kind of relax your muscles when they're uh, tense and yeah. to help with inflammation or whatever. So you just sit in it, it gets hot, and the infrared light or whatever penetrates through the muscle. So you sit there, you sweat, and you relax. You can watch Netflix while you're in there. Really? So they have that too. And this the CVAC thing I'm trying because, you know, I want to see if I could breathe better. Well, Phoenix, what I gotta tell you is this. So that's my day. That's Phoenix. what I'm doing. Sitting in a pod like I'm Ripley and Aliens. <laughs> there was a rumor about them making another movie with that, and it never came true. One where Hicks was going to be alive and this and that. Oh, Disney. That's what I should have told what? you about. Well, we I don't know. Were you there? We're still on air. Were you there? What? Did you do the Avatar Flight of Passage oh, 100%. ride? Okay. Well, wait, what is that? Flight of Passage. No. They made Pandora. They literally recreated Pandora. What is that? from Pandora from the Avatar movies. The planet. Oh. And you go and it's like glow in the dark. Everything is bioluminescent it's in hard Disney. I to do that because I had my kids. Don't you like fly in that thing? Yeah, like, man. It's a VR, pretty much. It's a 4D ride. Well, I also got War Dust on my. I got, I got a new game called War Dust. It's so much fun. It's almost like Call of Duty, but it's not as fun as Last Stand Battle Royale. What do you want to plug? Uh, just I'm myself. I don't know. Good. Did you? By the way, did you like my Chewbacca shirt that I was wearing? I did. That's how I chill. I thought you'd like that. I did. It was a Christmas Chewbacca shirt. My Sarah Gee pants that I always wear around the house because they're so comfortable. My I had I my ugly pants. sweater. Which Gee pants are the best? They, are they just comfortable? You know. Um, plugging myself. Hey, yeah. Phoenix. Are you doing? Are you still doing the, uh, the podcast uh, in fighting shape? Well, that's something to plug. Yeah, I mean, if you're into just like the. I don't know. 
Well, just keep. making yourself a better person. That's what the podcast is about in fighting shape. So well, this the people... January we're doing all finance stuff, like learning how to be better with your money, save money, invest money, fitness related stuff, celebrity interviews, you fighter do more interviews. Pop culture shit. Pop culture shit. I, listen. Let me tell you, we I had a couple know. of guests leave. Chris, the producer, was a little worried. Maybe we could do an, uh, a shorter show. No, I'm only kidding. I'm not, not worried. But, but hey, listen, but look, bummed, look at the clock ticking still. It worked hey, out. It was great. We could talk all day long, me and Phoenix, about a lot of shit. Fights. Fights. Movies. Yeah. So comics. The show, and in fighting shit, we talk about all that. Yeah. But just the first two weeks of January is the money shit. And then we'll go into all their other stuff. So cool. In fighting shape on iTunes. And it's on anywhere there's a podcast. It's on all those apps. I'm, I'm, that's awesome. And then you can hit me up, and I'm on. Um, what's your What's your Instagram? Phoenix Carnavalli. And then I'm on the LFA almost every week on Access TV. So all of the it's crazy because I get to see everybody before they go to the UFC. If you win a belt in the LFA, chances are you're going to the UFC. That's how it works. You're so knowledgeable. Aww, Phoenix. Phoenix Matt, you're thanks, so good for my for ego. <laughs> People, hey, people saw me that Kimura Savage shirt I was wearing the other day. Yeah, it was awesome. And so many people are asking for it. Of course. Uh, in the new year, I will be having a, a brand new Sarah store where people could buy some oh, shit. Oh, great. Only because people are asking me for stuff. And I'm like, yo, all right, I'll mail one out to you. I go, I got to get I gotta get back on the ball with that stuff. I kind of like, nice. my online store went to shit. You know, I mean, listen. You've Kimura, been busy, man. Kimura Savage t-shirt. I want one. Can I get one? A jujitsu? Yes. I got to get right. more. I had a sample one made up. I got to get better at my Kimuras before you know, I say that shit. I love Kimuras. I ripped a couple today. Oh. I did. I'm doing that cameo thing, those shout outs. You hear that? No. It's called cameos. And have people, it's weird though. They pay you for shout outs and stuff. But I don't know. I like to give back to everybody and it's a win win. Anyway, one I want to say. One of the nicest say, guys in the sport. Thank you so much. Uh, I get paid for that shit though. <laughs> but it's fun. <laughs> Listen, Chris the producer, actually. Yes, sir. You don't have to work too hard. Phoenix, tell people what the fights are on this weekend. The fights are on <laughs> yeah. pay-per-view. I threw that on. Look at that. I threw a curveball at you. No, they're the on fights. Fox Sports 1. But yeah. what, are, what are they on before Fox Sports 1? Is it Fight Pass? Yeah, 6, uh, 6 p.m. Eastern, UFC Fight Pass exclusive prelims. 8 p.m. Eastern, FS1 prelims. 10 p.m. Eastern, pay-per-view. UFC 232. It's going to be a great time, man. I can't wait to watch that thing. Very excited. You yeah, this, this is why if you're going to watch straight through, this is one of those cards. I mean, there isn't a bad fight on here. Yeah. I'm or not even a bad fight, but not even a... I'm, I'm going to cook and hang out. And, they got my money. Yep, mine too. All right? I'm going to DM your boyfriend. <laughs> All right? We got stuff to talk about. Titans and, and, and life decisions. Everybody, have a happy, happy new year from all of us here at UFC Unfiltered. Happy New Year, everybody. Goodbye. Now, remember to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, radio.com slash UFC Unfiltered, or wherever you get your shows. Not my business. NetCredit is here to say yes, because you're more than a credit score. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Application subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partners. NetCredit. Credit to the people. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. 
So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.